This is Good Hope FM News. Basic Education Minister Andrew Muchecha says four provinces are severely affected by the selling of teacher posts. They're in Guazanatal, the Northwest, Limpopo and the Eastern Cape. A preliminary report was yesterday released by a task team. Muchecha says three provinces are not implicated. Not all provinces are equally affected. The Northern Cape, Free State and Western Cape have been cleared. So there are no problems. They'll continue to appoint. Gauteng and Pumalanga just need to be more vigilant. The four provinces that are badly affected is KZN, Northwest, Limpopo and the Eastern Cape. Muchacha says not all teaching posts are going to be frozen, as earlier reported. She says only promotional teacher posts will be placed on hold. Only promotional posts because it will really destroy the system if we freeze all teaching posts. When day one comes, there must be a teacher in front of every class. So what I want to propose to those four provinces, they must put in mechanisms at least for three months to appoint promotional posts differently. A 20-year-old woman is expected to appear in the Bishop Lavis Magistrates Court today for allegedly abandoning her child. The little boy, aged one year and five months, was found playing in the street last weekend after midnight. He was found by a member of the public. Police spokesperson Frederick van Veek says the woman was arrested yesterday and faces charges of child abandonment. He says social services will tend to the well-being of the child. Oriel College, a constituent college of the University of Oxford in England, is considering removing its Cecil John Rhodes statue. The college received a petition from the Rhodes Must Fall in Oxford movement. The petition stated that the statue violated the university's commitment to fostering an inclusive culture which promotes equality and values diversity. A statue of Rhodes was removed from the University of Cape Town earlier this year after students protested under the banner Rhodes Must Fall. And finally, finance ministers from the 15 permanent and non-permanent of the UN Security Council have unanimously pardon me, adopted a resolution aimed at cutting funds for the so-called Islamic State group. The draft resolution is based on one that was first passed in 1999 to tar- target the rival jihadist group Al-Qaeda. It urges countries to move vigorously and decisively to cut the flow of funds to IS, such as by preventing its smuggling of oil and antiquities. The UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon says the world needed to be one step ahead of the militants. Just as terrorist groups are innovating and diversifying, the international community must stay ahead of the curve to combat money laundering and the financing of terrorism. Doing so will not be easy. Many states have yet to establish the necessary legal regimes, institutions, and expertise to identify and freeze terrorist financing and assets. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.